I think uh, in my past three years of kind of leading people, you know, and, and everything like that, I just think that you should be decent to people always. I think that you, that it, I don't think it means to lower your expectations or, you know, let people know that, that like, you know, mistakes or anything like that don't matter. Uh, I think it just kind of means creating an environment kind of around you where, you know, people know you'll always kind of hear them out and uh, that you're an emotionally consistent guy and that, you know, people will, you know, expect, you know, expect that, you know, at least they'll have a second chance, you know, when they make a mistake instead of just, you know, living in fear or something like that, you know? Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Really, really excited to be bringing an amazing young leader, uh, Jackson Butler. Uh, Jackson has spent three years in our business, and we talk about the incredible progress that he's made uh, in the St. John's market. And he's been a top performer every year, but this past year has just is is going to about to run a, over a three hundred thousand dollar business. And talks about the insights that he's had. Talks about some significant setbacks that he's had had in his life, and and really, really, very, very vulnerable, authentic, and real conversation that we had. I know you're going to love it. It really is incredible uh, the transformation that our leaders go through in our program. Uh, so, if you know of any leaders who are really up to something, really looking to have uh, a fantastic life, really up to. Uh, to being a tremendous leader and taking on the challenges that that you're going to hear that Jackson uh, has over these past three years, please send them my way or any feedback over the show. Uh, C. Thompson at studentworks.com or share this podcast or send them to our website, studentworks.com. Have yourself a fantastic day. Thanks so much. Jackson, welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. So excited to have you. Thank you, Chris. It's um, super excited, and I'm uh, super super excited to see what we're going to talk about. Fantastic. So, so July nineteenth. So we're we're kind of the better part of being through the way of your third season. I know you're just saying that that you went to your first rafting trip. So, so impressions about rafting, and and maybe you could describe to our leaders what what rafting looks like. Totally, totally. Yeah. So that it was in a, the rafting weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Um, we, uh, you know, I'm from Newfoundland, so we don't get out much and we, we haven't gotten off the island, you know, very often in the past couple of years. But so all of us were super, super excited to get out there. And uh, as soon as we got there, it was like, oh, OK, well, this is just not Newfoundland anymore. And it's uh, this is what summer's like in the rest of uh, Canada. Yes, it's warm. Um, hot, right. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's a different kind of hot. It's just like there's no wind. Where's the yeah. wind? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh yeah the weekend was a blast and uh we were just like it was just total rel relaxation in the day and just like we just had a ton of fun awesome awesome well fantastic so um so so why don't we go back to you know that before that first time i met you you know uh jackson you know in our in our first interview you know who was jackson butler what were you up to before you joined the program yeah yeah so um Definitely, uh, you know, basically 
teenager Jackson. Um, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, I grew up, you know, very, you know, very, uh, just well off. And I, I, I had a, I had a nice life growing up. Right. Um, and, uh, so my, my mom owned 13 subways and I definitely saw a great entrepreneur in her. Um, and, uh, you know, basically while I reflect on a great entrepreneur, um, and, uh, you know, I was a bit of a, just kind of, a, you know, maybe growing up, I was a bit of a snob and I uh, just didn't, didn't treat people right. And, um, you know, it didn't really take, uh, you know, effect until, uh, you know, kind of traumatic kind of thing happened to me in my life. Uh, my mom passed when I was just going into grade 12. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I know I just, uh, I didn't have many, you know, big impacts or realizations in my life up until, you know, I could say I was 17. Um, and then this, you know, this super awesome woman who was in my life and, and just treated me so well. And, uh, she, she left and, um, I was just, you know, with nothing, you know, I, I was like, you know, what is, what, what's going on here? How come, uh, how come life's treating me this way? Why, why is this doing this to me? You know? Um, and it took that experience to, uh, shuttle me into, uh, well, how am I going to make life happen for me? And, uh, that's, that's where a big, big change took place. Um, I graduated high school, um, <laughs> and, uh, I went to university and, uh, I also joined the, uh, the military, uh, while I was, you know, when I left university, uh, well, when I left high school, um, and, uh, basically that was my life up until student work. So I was you know, in the army studying at school and it wasn't until 3am in a study lounge uh, with uh, my really good friend, Matt, that uh, the student work management program. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Matt. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Super awesome guy. And we were studying away 3am in a spot we weren't supposed to really be at. It wasn't a study lounge, like I said. Um, and uh, he was talking about, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And you should do it too. And I was saying, Oh yeah, cool. I'll do it next year. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see how you do it. I'll do it next year. You know? And he was like, no, no, you should talk to this guy. Uh, and this guy, this guy was Conrad. And uh, I jumped on the phone with Conrad at 3 a.m. my time, uh, 1.30 his time. And uh, that is just after that phone call, I was like, okay, I'll do it this year. I won't do it next year now. I'll do it this year. And that's, uh, that's, that's where we all started. Awesome. Awesome. So, wow, that's, that's, I, I can only imagine how challenging it is to lose such an amazing woman at such a, such a young age, right? Such a formative age, right? And, and um, you know, I know I lost my father. Uh, in my late 40s. And, uh, you know, one of the things I always think about is, is I was just so lucky to have somebody who was so amazing that I lost, right, and, and still feel really sad at times. But I was so lucky and so many people don't get a chance to be so lucky. And there's no question, I'm sure uh, she just would have loved to have been hanging around longer to have more of an impact. And, and then also as well, you know, see, you know, a bunch of the the things that you got yourself into. Um, so I'm sure she'd have lots of really amazing experiences to share and advice to give, et cetera. Um, to be able to, you know, run 13 stores like that would be, you know, really, really tough, really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. It's just like, yeah, what kind of questions, you know, could yeah. I be asking? And then, yeah. And, and yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you didn't get, you didn't get to that. So, uh, so, so again, not, not to be sad and also just to be real. It's how we take these things in our life. Right. So, so, you know, we could be, oh, you know, just not, not ever get over it or just, okay, 
what would mama want me to do or whatever, whatever, however, you, you know, Hey, what can I make of my life? Right. And I know you've, you've got this amazing group of friends and peers out in St. John's St. John's for our leaders is, is one of our real rock star areas. We have a whole bunch of them, but anyhow, St. John's is, is off the charts in terms of just an amazing group of uh, leaders, you know, that that's been developed over time, gotten better and better and better and better. And so let's, let's talk a little bit about that getting better. So your first summer, I guess it was the it, that it, that was the year of the pandemic, right? You got it. So, yeah. So the year of the year of the pandemic. Yeah, I, I was looking at our charts. Week ten, Jackson was at thirty six thousand dollars booked, and the same week eighteen, or all, I guess sorry, forty three thousand, but basically stopped in your tracks. So, what was it like being stopped in your tracks in St. John's for two months? Uh, very challenging. Yeah. Um, it it led to a lot of thinking and a lot of uh, well, well, should I be doing this or should I be doing that? I know I'm just introduced to this thing and, uh, I'm given this six week, uh, like, you know, lockdown. am I going to use it as an, yeah, lockdown. Is, is this, is this an excuse now, or is this uh this is a real thing? What's happening. And it was extremely challenging and it led to a lot of phone calls to, uh, you know, my business coach, like, Hey, like what happens? Like, what, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do this time? And it also kind of, uh, it birthed, uh, you know, us really testing out, you know, using Facebook to, you know, project our businesses. Um, and that's where, uh, that's why it stopped at six weeks, um, you know, six weeks. And then we figured it out and, and and we pushed forward and it was really, really tough, but that was a really big thing for us. Yeah. It's actually interesting because, you know, there's, there's an example of, of, of real massive problem. Can't do anything, can't go outside. And we, we had never, I don't think we'd ever really had Facebook sites to market the business. And we developed hundreds, literally hundreds of them across Eastern Canada, managed them all differently, independently. And now it's millions and millions of dollars that we get. I, I, you know, I think it's four or five million dollars of the businesses over Facebook. And and it's just it's just such a such a great way to direct um you know clients to our business. So so you're right, that's that's something that came out of that. And and so so what other lessons do you have of that? Of that first year, because obviously it did pretty well. Looking at the numbers, we we basically ninety thousand dollars worth of business. As I understand, that was the Mexico target. I think at that point, right? It was. It was ninety. It was ninety. Yeah. Now we didn't go to Mexico because the world was shut down, or we certainly were. Uh, but but yeah. So so so, what was the experience of your first summer like, Jackson? For the experience of my first summer was. Uh... A, a major ride uh, with lots of ups and downs. That was the first one of many. We, uh, yeah, we finished off with with ninety thousand, and uh, I learned a lot that year about uh, managing people and um, you know how to treat others and in that kind of position and uh, what a hundred percent not to do uh, <laughs> when in that position. You know, with with a lot of you know with people that you know are in your business that you know just at the end of the day, you know they they look up to you and they they look to you for what am I going to do here? What am I going to do that? And it's like I just that year was the year of uh, figuring out managing people, and I, I mean it's still going, but that was the year where it had the big aha, big aha. Oh, this isn't so. What what sort of things? And I know you mentioned earlier when you started, you said, "Hey, I was this way when I was a teenager. I was a you know." privileged kid who who didn't treat people very well. Did that show up in the, in your first year's business or remnants of that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. You know, I got a business now. Oh, I must be a cool guy. Um, and, uh, 
And, uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, it, uh, I had three really awesome guys that I managed for most of the summer. I had a total of, I think, you know, five or six at the height of that summer, the three guys just stuck around, um, June to, uh, end of August. Right. You know, we had a very short, we had, we're starting we have a very short, yeah, we, there's a very short window in St. John's yeah. to do any painting, you have to be outside yeah. for the winter jackets. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and i had three really awesome guys who um you know i wish uh i could just say more to now about uh how i i should have treated them better and uh you know just do this and do that and not ask very many questions and uh that did show up uh you know and i and i put that kind of you know that 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 came back that year and just kind of uh was quickly realized, you know, thanks to, you know, the awesome, awesome program that I'm in where I can, you know, have, have you know, at least, you know, someone say, uh, yeah, man, you probably shouldn't have said it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Love it. Love it. And, and one of the things I hear you say is, yeah, now I've got all these people working for me where really, you know, I, I would, you know, I would say more that, well, no, I've got all these people I'm working for. Right is really you know sort of servant leadership. There's all sorts of different ways of looking at leadership. That's certainly one way, and uh, you know, and and just just seeing the impact of that. And and I know one thing actually this this year, the year of 2020, we started to um, change our model where every week we'd meet with all of our veterans and we basically work together with them on their habits and you know and and their structures. And and I remember. One of the areas specifically that really made a whole bunch of uh, progress, shout out to all those operators, Matt and yourself and Kent and and and, and others, uh, you know, that, that good chance I'm missing. And my apologies. And of course, Conrad, our business coach out there, you know, what sort of things did you work on for your habits in that first fall and really making progress, Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mentioned earlier, I uh, was a military military guy before the program. Um, and uh, I think, you know, th those habits would definitely be as surprising as they are as a military man, my discipline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't exist. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like maybe I was, uh, you know, I was I was I was bred to, to be disciplined, but maybe I was just bred to, you know, try to figure out a way around things. Um, right. And then and then and then I come to this and that doesn't work anymore. Right. And so I need to learn what actually what discipline is. Um, and, th and that was a major thing. It's just like, how, uh, how, how can I get all of these things done and, and say, I'm going to do these things and then actually do them. It was like, Oh, Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I need to be really disciplined for this. This is, I need to learn this. Um, and it took that whole year, you know, working with, you know, my business coach and seeing like, uh, you know, top performing like offers like Kent, uh, you know, do so well, do these things that I'm asking myself, how the heck am I going to do them? And, th and that's what that's that's a big you know habit that I really had to work on in my first year that you know I you know I, I'm really still working on today you know to develop to develop you know how exceptional that you can be for that it's you know it's a lifelong process right yeah yeah and 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 again really integrity doing what you say you know for us it's the four referability habits do what we say finish what we start say please and thank you be on time and so so it's 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 then just continuing to focus on it, continue to focus on. It. And I remember as a team uh, that next year, St. John's blew up and just really, really grew. And your business certainly grew, you know, your business grew from 90 to $130,000. Again, there was a period of lockdown for St. John's, unlike most areas in Canada, 
St. John's did have a period of a few weeks where you couldn't go out and canvas, you couldn't go outside. That was the cultural norm, which we followed. Uh, we didn't follow that in other areas because that wasn't that was that was okay in other areas. But that's what was happening in St. John's. So, what was your experience of your second summer? What did you get out of that summer? Uh, so, my second summer uh, is where I think I worked on that management thing, and then then and then what showed up for me in my second year was. Uh, a thought of I'm Jackson and I can do, you know, I'm just going to do whatever I'm going to do. And, and people are going to understand that it, it, it's cool because I did it. And it's like, you know, I, I'm only going to do 130 because uh, at the, at that year, 130 was the, was the Mexico target, the, the top former trip target. And I said, I was going to do it and I'll only do that. And, and, and it's just, Jackson's going to do what Jackson's going to do. And, and, and nothing's really going to stop me from getting there, but I'm not going to, not even going to think about going going further um and, and that that's just like i was like calculating the whole summer just around that like one specific thing when i could have been you know calculating in my head and, and working towards such bigger things and uh yeah it's something really held me back uh last year uh with just some kind of like thought of that okay and so what do you think that was about um i think it was um a fragile decision on myself of uh i've I've got all these peers and, um, you know, and, and they're all going to do really awesome things. And maybe it was like, instead of competing, um, you know, with each other, I'm just going to do exactly whatever I want. Yeah. That target. And, and, and no one's going to like, you know, no one's going to see it as competition anymore, you know? And, uh, I think that's where that may have came from. Okay. Okay. Which is so fantastic to figure that out. And thanks for, for again, being vulnerable and sharing and it's, and it's, and, and that's kind of using lever, leaderboards to our disadvantage, right? Getting stuck in, what does it mean? Last year, by the way, Matt Lang did $400,000 for the business. So what does it mean that Matt did 400 and I did 130? Maybe if I tried, I did 190, but then Matt did way more. What would that mean about me? Well, what would it mean is I did 190 and I tried really hard and I learned because I really tried to grow Jackson to be the best he could be. And instead we played this other game that you go, oh, that doesn't work. Right. So is that cool to figure out? Yeah. It's awesome. It's you know? yeah. Yeah. It it really is. Right. And and just and 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 for all our leaders, we can get stuck in this all the time. Again, I know so many people way, way more successful than me. And um, you know, or you know, big, big numbers. And that's great. Like it's okay. In the end, you're you're running your race. Be happy with your race and just, you know, trying to it's it's way more fun because I'm sure there was a, a level of dissatisfaction there that wasn't there at the end of your second first summer. Because your first summer, you really went all out and that's what you accomplished. Your second summer, you grew by 40,000, but you didn't go all out. You got it. Yeah, it was just that summer ended and it was like, uh, this is a bummer. Uh, you know, there I, I, I well, it was like, woohoo, you know, for a bit. But then, you know towards you know the reflection time uh it was yeah there was just some disappointment there that was like uh ex you know especially when i just talked about it once i started talking about it it was like you know oh it uh it wasn't just uh it wasn't just you know you know me doing what i thought i was you know doing which was cool it was like oh there was so much more to it and uh yeah and it was just like uh it was just yeah it was it was so there's a level of disappointment there yeah, yeah. And, and 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 again, 
that's great to see. It's great to bring it to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. It's great for people to sort of say, hey, when am I getting stuck? And one of the things to consider, because sometimes people play this because they think, well, I'm not going to work so hard and I'm just going to hit this financial target. And by the way, $130,000 for the business, Jackson's margins, he would have done really, really well compared to other you know, Canadian students. So just monstrously successful. And it just doesn't work that well. You don't feel great unless you're, in my mind, again, going and trying to become all we can be. Like that's, and that's what you found. I know Jackson's shaking his head going, yeah, I just didn't feel good. Hey leaders, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Since we started this podcast, every person you've heard from has been one of the incredible alumni of the Student Works Management Program. In large part, that's how I got to meet these amazing people and participate in their development. Starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. Now back to the episode. So heading into this season, you know, uh, we are again, July 19th and Jackson is at $305,000. So just crushing it. Um, And so so tell me about what your mindset was heading into this season. So I went to uh, I went to Jamaica after last last year's uh, last year's season, and I had a really awesome chat with who we mentioned earlier, Matt, about uh, you know what it takes and 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 what I was feeling that disappointment and that you know the whole story about you know me you know feeling a certain way, and it it just that conversation that Matt and I had. Uh, opened my eyes to so much more and led me with just a bunch of excitement and uh, a bunch of fear as well as now I'm stepping into the, you know, a, a third year and, you know, what I want to be is a huge year. And so, you know, stepping into it was just, uh, yeah, there was, there was, some, there was some frightful times and there was some, you know, really exciting times. And it just, what kept me uh, kind of going early on was uh, just, uh, you know, really feeling like I just wanted to do better no matter what happened. I wanted to do better for me and for everyone that was going to be involved with whatever I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you really put yourself at risk, said you want to do a big number, went and did a big number, but also as well, I'm looking at a graph for our leaders and, and, you know, literally on before the summer started, you know, sort of our season started, uh, Jackson walked in, in late January with $21,000 booked, you know, by the end of fe- February, he had a hundred thousand dollars booked. You know, by you know, look, look at week eleven or so of the season, two hundred thousand dollars booked. So, so again, you front ended your effort. You enrolled your team to really, really start crushing it right off the bat. Set a big goal and went after it. Would that be accurate? Yeah, that, that that would exactly be it. Yeah, yeah, and and just so everyone knows, last year we went to Jamaica because uh, we didn't think uh, Mexico would be safe. Um, and, uh, and we were concerned. Um, and, uh, so, so, so we went to Jamaica. So that's, he was speaking with Matt 
at our top performer trip. And again, one of the best things I highly recommend for all leaders is going and connecting with other leaders, going and learning from them, because we learn from each other and learn from our past experiences that really su- support us. And so, uh, you know, what what uh, could you have seen yourself here three years ago? Absolutely not. I think uh, I think three years ago, I think, you know, if, I, if someone were to come, you know, tell it, teleport to me from the future and say, by the way, Jackson, uh, in three years, you know, you're going to be in your third year of, of running your very own, you know, painting business. And uh, you're going to run into lots of problems and you're going to meet a lot of awesome people. And uh, you're going to you're going to work, you know, you're going to work really hard and, and work through it and, and get to this. Mm-hmm. I would uh, I think that person's crazy. And I told him to go away. yeah run away run away that's right that's right and so jackson's graduating this 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 or has graduated so so uh so that's exciting and and so what's what's next for you jackson uh so next uh myself and uh the other local operator here from window playing kent uh, are going to uh jump into a different business where uh we're basically we're gonna have our own uh roofing franchise here in st john's with rydell roofing um, and we're super duper stoked for that. And uh, we're just, you know, I'm really excited for the uh, the challenges and the, and everything like that that's going to come up with it. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. That that business is just uh, growing enormously. Uh, I guess eight eight of our franchisees are there. No surprise that it's uh, that it's growing so fast and and, and great leadership and and, and uh, super excited about what's what's being created over there. So. So anything you'd like to share with, with our leaders, anything, anything that, you know, hasn't got covered that, that, that you'd like to put out there, Jackson? I think uh, in my past three years of kind of leading people, you know, and, and everything like that, I just think that you should be decent to people always. I think that you, I don't think it means to lower your expectations or, you know, let people know that, that like, you know, mistakes or anything like that don't matter. Yeah. Uh, I think it just kind of means creating an environment kind of around you where, you know, people know you'll always kind of hear them out and uh, that you're an emotionally consistent guy and that, you know, people will, you know, expect, you know, expect that, you know, at least they'll have a second chance, you know, when they make a mistake instead of just, you know, living in fear or something like that, you know? Yeah. No, I think, I think that's, I think that's really great. And, and I, you know, it's, I, I can't remember who I've been chatting with. Uh, um, oh, I remember uh, we're, we're looking to have Chris Chapman, who's a, you know, venture capitalist one of his uh, most senior roles was he's a senior vp of kpmg we're looking to have him uh, and uh, and he was just talking about how how critical those those sensitivity and the eq and and uh, vulnerability are so important as as startup founders and and leaders in the business are people just going to check you out like they're just okay this person isn't coachable this person can't have like you said a reasonable conversation about the data and about not emotion but but you know what's what's the right thing to do for the business hey we we can't we can't move on with that like that's just becomes too problematic so so as leaders we need to really again bring that emotional consistency i think that's really great and what about what about habits? What I know we've talked about habits. What what habits would someone want to steal from you? Hmm. Um, well, I've been told just kind of, you know, you know, by the people around me that, you know, you know, when situations arise and, and things happen and things that aren't good happen, there's usually still a smile on my face. And I'm usually just really looking to like, you know, find that solution, present it, and and really just let people know around me that this is going to be okay and here's why. 
Okay. Um, and that uh, the world isn't over until, you know, our hearts stop beating, all of our hearts <laughs> are beating. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great habit, right? And not getting caught up in, oh my gosh, this bad things happen. Like, if, you know, and, and for leaders, again, we're running a $300,000 business here at Jackson. There are going to be some bad things that are going to happen. There's going to be some damage that's going to be done that's going to be expensive. There's going to be some jobs that are going to go over budget that's going to be expensive. There's going to be some clients who are really upset or, you know, staff members who are very unhappy. And then there's going to be our ability to act to make make it right. And we can have all sorts of bad emotion around it, or it, you know, or we cannot and just work to get it right. <laughs> you know, so that's really what it's about. Well, that's great. So, so uh, final question: When you think of a leader of tomorrow, what do you think of Jackson? When I think of a leader of tomorrow, I think of you know probably someone who's probably some self-aware enough to lead from their hearts rather than kind of hurt people or, or, or use fear to their advantage. And maybe just someone who remains committed despite setbacks, you know, in 2020, we were all kind of put through the washing machine Yes. and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, so for the leaders of tomorrow, they need to know that. <laughs> um, and uh, I think the leaders of tomorrow um, will probably understand that becoming exceptional, excep- exceptional at anything is a lifelong learning process. You know, like I like I kind of said earlier, right? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and when we also consider it a lifelong learning practice, the bumps and the hiccups and the problems or the, you know, quote unquote crisis doesn't seem as bad because we go, "Hold on, I'm just going to keep going doing this." And and you know, here's here's Jackson and and Kent, uh, hey, completing 3 years here and now uh, let's go. Let's let's go next next spot, right? And it's really awesome that you guys are doing it together. And I'll be really excited to see all the progress you make. Um, and uh, you know, congratulations on an amazing three years with us, Jackson. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me, Chris. And this is uh, yeah, it's, it's super awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Hey, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Jackson. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye now you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.